0: Hmm,
1: that's weird. That's weird. kind of weary me out. You are a sad, strange little man.
0: This is crazy. This is crazy. crazy. Isn't that weird? That's weird, man.
1: It's strange.
0: What's up, campers? Welcome back to episode 28 of Camp Strange. I am your camp counselor, Alex Tobin. And I'm your other camp counselor, David Stokes. And we're back. We're back, and we got more stories for you. We're So so back. We're back in action, and, um... I I really wanted to say this, um, let's just get into the, this story because this is actually related to last week's episode. where The we, news story you got? Um, the, the the new news story. Oh, so it's an update from a previous news story. It's not an update, but it's related. So okay. remember how last week we talked about Gorilla Cop and Sex Pest? Of course. Yeah. Who could forget about Sex Pest? They're, they're classics. I saw another news article. About Sex Pest? No about a gorilla suit though okay so um apparently um police say a man uh wearing where was this oh louisiana because this is in louisiana it's not florida okay so police say a man wearing a gorilla suit broke into a louisiana home and hid under a mattress before officers arrested him um i don't that's the first thing that was kind of weird is like (laughs) wouldn't you just try to go for underneath the bed do you think he was hiding between the mattress and the box spring, or I mean, that's a way easier spot. Or do you think the house is not nice enough to have a box spring, or well, when any I say spot,
1: frame, to correct myself, there when I say spot, <clears throat> I meant more like visually spotting someone, not like an area because you can you can see when someone is in between the two.
0: <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. I mean, yeah. if, he's, if he's, it's very lumpy. If all of a sudden there's somebody's under, there's no. It's like a blanket where if you put a blanket, you're like, okay, maybe you could get really flat, but like. If you're really flat under a mattress, the mattress is just going to be completely at like an angle. And well, see, that's
1: what this is what you do. You you get the pillows and stuff. You make it look like there's a body underneath, like you're playing hooky. So when they they rip the mm-hmm. sheets off, they're not going to go. Oh, what's under the bed? They're going to go. Damn it, he's gone.
0: While he's on the ceiling, yes, doing the. the well, he's a gorilla. F- he is a gorilla. He's in, in a. Shouldn't costume. they have
1: called animal control? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, because apparently. Um, they were able to get him very, very easily. Oh. They just ran in and, and uh, arrested him and, and ripped him out from under his so good hiding spot. So he was underneath, or was, was he, he between we, the box springs? They and the match. did not get into detail. Okay. The, it, that's not even important. Yeah. But he, um, he was jailed on charges. Here were his charges, which is the interesting part. I'm going to get to the interesting part. <clears throat> the charges included resisting an officer, unauthorized entry. Meth possession, mm-hmm. that explains a lot. <laughs> and the big one, wearing a mask. Oh, shit. I didn't think about that. Yeah, it's a big one. So in Louisiana, a person uh, convicted of wearing a mask in public can be sentenced to three years in prison at most. Jesus. Isn't that cra- So it says, right here it says, exceptions are uh, allowed for religious purposes or on holidays like Halloween and Mardi Gras. Uh, it's unclear if Moran has a lawyer who could comment. And it's really funny cause his name is spelled M O R A N. So it's kind of like moron. Yeah. Uh, close enough. You close know? enough. Yeah. And, uh, you know,
1: yeah. One time on Halloween, um, I think this was in Portland it could have been Idaho, but, uh, you know what? I think it was Idaho. And, uh, I had the mask, like on top of my head like almost like a beanie okay let's talk
0: let's talk mask first. what mask are you rocking right now
1: I don't remember that's why I can't remember where I was oh because I usually don't go with the masks but I
0: can't remember I never go with a mask if you wear a mask it's like all night it's a pain the, the most inconvenient like I feel like once you're past eight years old you're like fuck mask unless it's yeah. like the mask that you put on it's like the rubber masks are the ones that are problematic the ones that go oh like, they get so sweaty they, in there exactly like it, there's like condensation all over the oh, inside yeah. from your breath oh yeah I had a big baseball head mask oh yeah you know? Like, I thought I can, it was I can, really cool. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I wore I, see my, it. I wore my baseball uniform, and I was like, it was right when Barry Bonds hit his 73rd home run. Who
1: cares? He had roids.
0: Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter because he was balling, and I put I drew, like, a big 73 on the side, and I thought, it okay. was, I thought it was the fucking coolest baseball in the neighborhood, dude. I mean, I'd hope you were the only baseball <laughs> in the neighborhood. <laughs> that was a popular costume.
1: Okay, but what I was going to say was, I remember I had it on top of my head, so it was almost more like a beanie kind of situation. Like, my face is completely revealed. Yeah. And I go in to buy beer, Uh oh. and the I remember the, I feel like it was a gas station or something like that, but the guy was like, yeah, it's a good thing you came in here with that uh, not on your face, or else I would have had to shoot you.
0: <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, that would have not been fun. So w- like, what is this guy looking like? Like, what, is he young, old, crazy, you know? It's
1: making me think more and more that it was, uh, this was Idaho.
0: Yeah, well, I was going to say, if you're buying beer too, I don't think you're old enough when you are living in. Oh, no, you lived in Portland after college, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, we, we won't get into your personal life. Yeah, no. But, um, yeah, so uh, I don't know. Do you think he would Mask actually or sketch? It's Halloween, you know? You can't be too trigger happy on Halloween, but you do have to be aware because that's the best time well, to rob somebody because yeah. you, get, you get comfortable in there, be walking in with the mask. You show up with the most popular costume of the year. Yeah. You know,
1: it's what, 2009 and you show up looking like the Joker? What's
0: happening? Oh, How I'll, many
1: Jokers are out there?
0: Oh yeah, I was going to say. I was like, what's a what was a big costume in 2009? Dark Knight came out in 2009. Did it? Yeah, that Joker's still. No, nah, 2008, 2008. Joker's still a big costume. But you gotta have long hair. The Jared Leto one. You gotta have it like spring a spray bottle and just wet your hair the entire. Oh right. yeah, Jared damaged Leto. on your forehead with a sharpie. Yeah, Jared Leto Joker. Woof. He's gone. He's done. Well, here is the thing. Uh, Heath Ledger Joker. You gotta have wet hair, like wet long hair the entire time, like or, a dog, or, or it doesn't work. Um, Jared Leto Joker. You gotta have self hatred. Abs. Oh, sorry. Because it's an open yeah, and self hatred and grill. And, and you gotta send rats to people. And you have to be blaring Rick Rose the whole time. Yeah. Lamborghini something, um. But anyway, um. Yeah. So you, you're open trench coat the whole time, so you got to be like looking good with their body. You Can't be fat, Joker. It's true. So. You
1: don't have to worry about the arms, just the
0: abs. Got that trench coat going. Yeah, yeah. You got the trench coat. Yeah. yeah. It's just the abs. You could. You could probably like. I'm so glad that, that that's gone. On there. I'm
1: so glad that they've. I'm. I'm pretty sure they confirmed that Jared Leto. Um, Joker. No, you never is.
0: Know. might. I didn't. I didn't hate his Joker.
1: Yeah. I, I didn't. I. I hated the movie. The movie was bad. Performance-wise, it wasn't the worst, but it was more visually the worst.
0: Yeah. Anyway. His tattoos were so bad. <laughs> hey, you got it. You got to start somewhere. You you got to be different enough from Heath Ledger. Woof. Hopefully, this uh, Joaquin Phoenix one's good. So, um, oh yeah, I'm excited for that one. But anyway, yeah. So, don't wear a mask in New Orleans if you don't want to spend. Oh God, that is such a, a a shitty way to go to jail or prison. A... Not it'd be jail. jail. It'd be jail. But no, jail's only up to a year in. If you spend over a year, then they transfer you to a prison. Imagine if you went to fucking prison for having a mask on. A gorilla mask. I mean, obviously, there's context to the mask, but still, bullshit. Talking about the mask, great movie. That's how you get... No, we're not talking <laughs> about the fucking mask. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. <clears throat> what do
1: you got? Um. So, you know, I was, I was trying to do some research earlier. I was pretty busy earlier, and I wasn't able to read too much into it, but... Oh, you're pretty busy? What are you doing? Bullshit. Yeah. Um. Apparently, in the UK, there's a new trend going on, and I forgot what the, uh, the British term was for it, because it was a really weird term, and I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> and I, got, I came to the conclusion that they were talking about the dumpsters you know like the uh the garbage cans that it's like everybody has them it's the issued one that has like the wheel the little handle yeah, like the, the flap like the plastic ones not the metal yeah. ones i guess kids are burning those and huffing the fumes to get high Oh
0: no and it,
1: there's all these photos of public parks with like these huge like melted plastic like oh. circles and like yeah kids are burning so if you if you're in the uk and you have one of those i don't know Lock a cinder block to yours or two so people don't fucking take them and huff them. The but then the, they won't be able to take them. In the... Just melt the wheels off.
0: Or like the chains connected, just melt that part. Well, no. Like I'm, yeah,
1: I'm just saying when you leave them out for people to
0: collect. I'm, I'm saying right now, if, if you're – there's like – I think this is pretty widely known, but high school kids will try – everything and anything to get high to get that sweet sweet high they'll do they'll i mean the one thing i remember when i was growing up is that our what did you do to get high no 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 no. what was your wildest high experience no i didn't i was a square dude i know you were that's why i'm asking what do you do fucker nothing exactly fucking square that's why we have a fucking podcast
1: yeah we suck i was all hyped up on fucking prescription medication i took
0: sour straws (laughs) you know they banned
1: they banned pixie sticks from my middle school because kids were snorting them
0: oh my god you want to hear something fucking crazy i totally went off on a different tangent anyway (laughs) i I, i'll i'll do both of these really quick but basically i remember my um Neighbor's trash can was on fire one time, and my dad's like, whatever you do, you don't breathe in that black smoke. That is, like, really toxic. Oh, that's a sweet smoke. And apparently now it's now it's a new recreational activity. But what I was going to say is that my brother told me – this could have been a, a myth, but he says he knows the kid – and there's a kid in his class who took um, fun dip. Remember fun dip? Of course. Where you had that little How white. stick. Did you stick. forget? Do, did you have that rumor of that the white stick in fun dip was made out of like cow shit or something like that? No, because I remember
1: I would get the fun dip thing and I would just eat the stick and I'd throw the rest away. Okay,
0: so you're just straight eating cow shit.
1: Yeah. So okay, if that's what it is and so, that's what I was doing. So no I remember, shame.
0: I remember somebody said like the stick's made of something weird, but basically he took a bunch of fun dip, he put it out on the table. He, like, made it in the lines it. in class. Yeah. Um, he put, like, salt in there. He put, like, you know, kids where it's like, oh, here, put this in it. Put this in. Exactly. Pencil. Couldn't mix in pencil. shaving. I don't fucking know. But basically, he snorted it. And then my brother said that – I don't know if he was in the class with him, but he said that his nose started bleeding. And he's like, oh, I don't, like, feel good. And he, like, went to the nurse's office. And he said from then on out, like, he was, like, fucked in the head, apparently. he The, the only thing that I really remember is that he said – he couldn't be in any classrooms with the com- computers because he said that if the computer fan came on in the in the the you know the tower, yeah. he would cover his ears and start screaming. Bullshit? Okay, bullshit. I have, bullshit. I have, I have no bullshit. idea. I know. I, bullshit. That, but, I mean. None
1: of that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> there's not. There's, no, <laughs> there's, <It's>, not, there's <laughs> not one part of that that makes sense. <laughs> oh, fuck. I almost fell backwards in my
0: chair. I laughed so hard. Yeah, uh,
1: but I no. Okay, so first of all, <laughs> first of all, the fan that almost no one even hears—it cools
0: down your computer. Well, he could hear. It. He's an X Men now.
1: <laughs> so then, explain to me how all the other noises in the world doesn't make him cover his ears, but that tiny, tiny fan that's the size of a fucking Oreo hey, makes man, him lose his mind.
0: Why? Why don't we like fingernails across the chalkboard? You just don't like some shit, you know. I don't know, man. That doesn't make any sense. Well, I, don't, I don't like that. You know my least favorite thing is? When you take two pieces. When piece, people when you, like you. <laughs> no. why well, that's hard for me. Um, when you take two pieces of styrofoam and rub them together, that's like my Achilles heel. I, I hate that. My palms start sweating and stuff like that. I really don't like that noise. I'm trying to think of the sound that really gets me going. <laughs> in, the,
1: in the worst way possible. Okay. <laughs> I know there's one sound. Is it a computer? i thinking what it is. What is it? I feel like you're a computer fan kind of guy, right? No, because my laptop overheats almost every time we do this podcast, and it goes. I don't
0: like amber lamps. What's that? Ambulances. Oh. Yeah, I don't care. But that, like, I I, I don't like plugging my ears when they pass in public because people are like, because <laughs> a little bitch. But so if, like, no one's looking, I'll, like, put a, a hand over, like, the ear facing really? the ambulance because those things fucking hurt. Oh, when they go right past you, yeah. Yeah, I fucking hate them. They're loud. I don't like them. They I, don't, I really don't care they're saving people because I don't like them. They dummy loud. Ban ambulances. They dummy loud. <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> anyway, you don't have a sound, do you? I, I
1: have and I just can't think of what it you is right now. It. I
0: haven't heard it in a while. No. Well, you'll find it. Don't worry, man. You'll find it. But... <laughs> so, oh, my God. I'm scraping so hard. I don't, don't know what it is. Don't smell trash cans, people because they smell like shit and they double smell like shit and they'll kill you when they're on fire. So... Yeah. Don't do it. English kids, you got... You You have a lot of stuff. I don't know. Like, What's better? Tell them to do other recreational drugs or... Well,
1: make pot legal. Poisoning. Fuck. Let the kids fall asleep. It's not legal over there yet? Eat a bunch of fucking candy and fall asleep. I don't know.
0: Eat a bunch of candy fall asleep. That's not what happens when you eat candy.
1: No, when you get high.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. <laughs> eat a bunch of cannabis. So, okay um we should probably get into these stories go for it before they burn a hole in my trash can do it okay here we go okay so today i'm going to be telling you guys about an island that is south of cuba it is in the caribbean and it goes by the name of martinique Martinique. you ever been there um i haven't been there you've been to the caribbean i have not but there's a lot of islands over there this is not a very big one
1: all right uh, part I feel like I swam in like the
0: Caribbean Sea. Yeah. Caribbean Sea.
1: Okay. Mexico has the Caribbean Sea, right?
0: Yeah, there's the Gulf of Mexico, and then there's a part of Mexico, or I think it's actually Brazil. Maybe that touches the. I don't know. I was
1: just in. I was just in Tulum. I think that's the Caribbean Sea. It might be, or it, was it, it Colombia? Co-
0: no, it comes close. Like, uh, like I think there might be like a part of Mexico that also touches the uh, Caribbean Sea, but the Gulf of Mexico goes into the Caribbean Sea. So that, that
1: is one subject I was never really
0: taught on. Technically, in high school, it's the same water.
1: Yeah, it's, water's water. <laughs> Hey buddy, <laughs> you're telling me you're preaching to the fucking choir. Yeah. No, in high school I I
0: I don't think I ever had it in like geography class. Oh, okay. Well was not taught. Hey, dude, water moves. You can't you can't pin down water, man. You don't own that water. <laughs> so, okay, let's get into this. So um I'm gonna give you a little bit of the history of Martinique, the island, and more specifically, a little town by the name of Saint Pierre. So in 1635, this guy named Pierre Bilain – I don't know what the fuck his last name is. It's like Estenobouc. Um, He's a French governor of the island of St. Kitts, which was an island nearby. And he landed in the harbor of St. Pierre with 150 French settlers after being driven off St. Kitts by the English. So the English are just like fucking – Lighting trash cans on that new island, and they got real high and out of vision, lo- loving it. So uh, they kicked the French off. French were like, oh, "Let's go find a new island." Yeah. So uh, many of the earliest French, many of the earliest French settlers were uh, French Protestants or Huguenots, uh, who sought greater religious freedom through than- Hulk Hogan. They <laughs> they were not Hulk Hoganites. Okay. Um, but they just wanted greater religious freedom than what they could experience in mainland France. Uh, the island itself was actually used as a threat by King Louis XIV for Protestant heretics who would not reconvert to Catholicism. So he basically ended up sending about a thousand Huguenots uh, to Martinique during like this period. And, um, usually under like pretty miserable and crowded ship conditions and they, like many of the people died in route to this Island.
1: I mean, that's how it always is, right?
0: Yeah. I feel like, I mean, if, if you're being driven from somewhere, there's like, okay, like how can we get you on the dirtiest bus ever? You know what I mean? It's like, you're going to be sitting between a homeless guy and a guy who's just like, doesn't have a home. Smells like shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Next a
1: homeless guy and a guy that doesn't have a home.
0: I don't want to I don't want a homeless shame here but I'm no, just joking. <laughs> thing Anyway, um but uh once you got to the island actually, King Louis would rarely suppress the Protestant heretics at all and he actually just ignored the island altogether. So he's like if you're not fucking, you know, coming up in my house and uh yelling about you know how bad Catholicism is then I don't really care if you're there or not. So Which is, you
1: yeah. know, kind of a cool thing for him for him to do.
0: Well, I mean, he would send people to the island and be like, "Oh, look, go kick the shit out of the prisoners." go a fuck bit. their shit up a little bit. Yeah, go like slap them around, but I think he kind of just forgot about it. Was. It was like really on the back burner. He's like, "I don't give a shit, whatever." Being a
1: king is a hard thing. It <laughs> you got to worry about the shit that's on, you know, the soil of your own feet.
0: Yeah. Right. I wow. do just... Dude, you are a geography expert. I soil, know. Of, you know what soil is? You know It's when you shit your pants, right? <laughs> it's... So at this point King Louis standing in a pile of shit and he's just telling the Protestants that they can't be Protestants. Well it's fresh. It's fresh shit. Fresh shit. A king has to have some fresh shit. Soiled it. It doesn't matter. Um, the island itself began to prosper, though, after a while. And after a couple hundred years of uh, ruthless colonization by the French, uh, naval battles with the British, and constant policy change, by 1902, the small town of St. Pierre became known as the Paris of the Caribbean.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Isn't that nice?
1: That's- pretty nice
0: sandals jamaica do you get what the i did there paris of the what'd you do i said nice no i there's, don't
1: there's a place in paris there's a like a there's oh it's like city. nice
0: spelled nice it's spelled nice yeah yeah, yeah yeah see you are you knew you, i know more about stop european pull, geography than i do in
1: me over here i don't know shit about america I don't know, so. <laughs> <laughs> treason <laughs> <laughs> St.
0: Pierre you go. So um, Where are
1: the Dakotas? I don't even know, and I've been there. So,
0: I, I mean, this is kind of fucked up because I'm, like, kind of glazing over this, but, like, the French and the British, like, basically, and us, um, the Americans, they all just basically went to these islands and were like, oh, these are really nice. And the locals are like, yeah, I know. Like, aren't these beautiful? And they're like, why are you guys here? <laughs> so they basically just, like, pushed them to, like, one side of the island to, like, the extent where, like, there were a few people left by, like, you know, 300 years later, but most of them were just, like... Some of them, like, worked into society and stuff like that, where they're living amongst them. And other ones, they just, like, killed. And, it's, and you know, it's pretty awful. I don't have to tell you guys about colonization. Yeah, uh, shit happens. Colonization. history. It's like, terrible great. things
1: are happening to... I Through feel like I had to address history. that. Though, yeah, yeah, so. yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. Um, But, uh, like I said, 1902, a couple hundred years later, Paris of the Caribbean. But that was until the very same year when it all stopped as the entire town would be completely wiped off the face of the earth. Oof. Oh, <laughs> bet you wonder what I'm talking about. So, on the morning of May 8th, 1902, ships loaded up with wooden crates of rum and pallets of sweet sugar. Mm-hmm. Now, I ain't talking about that. that Booger sugar? Now, I ain't talking about that, that fun dip cow shit stick sugar. Okay. I'm talking about that sweet cane, baby. okay. Can? No, I'm talking about like regular sugar. Oh. Yeah, so, <laughs> so but um, but as as this uh, sugar went to go, you know, across the Atlantic to go to go sell, it was actually not this day, but the night before this beautiful morning, where our story begins.
1: Mm. So
0: Louis Auguste Cyper- Cyperis, Cypress maybe I don't know. AKA he switched his name to Ludger or Ludger. <laughs> Silberis, so we're gonna call him Luger from now on because lug, yeah, or good old lug. So it's L-U-D-G-E-R. You think Luger.
1: lugs are still making shoes?
0: I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You don't
1: know about lugs?
0: I know about Uggs.
1: Lugs was like the knockoff
0: Timberland. Okay, we can't go down this route right now. Okay, <laughs> so. So, uh, Ludger Silberis, a 27-year-old hooligan, was known as the troublemaker of Saint Pierre since he was born there in 1875. So he, yeah, he was 27 now, and Ludger was actually a convicted felon who was only good at two things. What were those two things? Uh, smuggling and murder. No.
1: Okay. Um... A little
0: less, a little less crazy than that, you know. Okay, theft. No, a little less. Just like, whoop, yeah. I'm just gonna tell you, drinking and what comes co- what comes close with drinking, smoking. No, fighting. <laughs> <Is> that- <laughs> so, he was good at drinking and fighting. And on the night of May seventh, 1902, guess what he was doing? He was drinking and fighting. He was fucking playing. The boys are back in town. Hell yeah! At the at fucking the bar, and uh, he wrote you know, that song. Yeah, he is Thin Lizzie. Um, so. Irritated with his antics, the police threw him into solitary confinement, a tiny half-underground cell... With no windows and only a very, a very narrow slit on the door facing out to the sea.
1: So I'm sorry, he was drinking and fighting and doing all this bullshit, and they threw
0: him in fucking solitary confinement. Well, they kind of—he was the, you know, who's known for this, so they're like, "Fucking goddamn it, Ludger! Like, what are you doing, man?" So they went and they, a lot of people were like, "Oh, he murdered somebody. That's why they put him in solitary." And then when they asked him, they're like, "No, he didn't murder anybody. He's like, no, I didn't kill anybody. Like, I literally just fought." Like a dude. He got in like a brawl or something. But they just had enough of them and they're like, you're always a problem. Okay. So they put him in this tiny cell, like out near the coast. And it was just like a jo- uh, a tiny little rock like hut. Mm-hmm. It was like a half dome um, and it had like a really narrow slit in the door. And it okay. looked like it kind of sucked. So basically, it was underground. It, uh, it was like half underground. So okay. it's kind of like built into the side of like a, a hill or a mountain. Yeah. Okay.
1: But it was facing out to the sea. So that's. Did he get that nice ocean breeze through I- the rocks and he could hear that shh?
0: whatever air fit through that slit he probably got you know but yep. um i bet the guards were just blowing burps right through that slit the whole time and just farting all up in there slitting s- <coughs> slit the door yeah
1: so pushing them cheeks against the door <laughs>
0: <laughs> The like please no i'll i'll go back to regular i'll never do it again i promise there's
1: that one big jailer that's like holding all the other guys up against it so they could just get those cheeks right up against that
0: slit. I like to picture one of them is doing, like, a little tabletop stance, and they're just, like, taking turns standing on his back to fart through the slit in the door. It's very good. It's fun. I see what you're So um, <laughs> just five miles from the thriving city sat a 4,500-foot-high volcano <laughs> by the name of Mount Pele. So just right off in the distance. You,
1: they knew it was a volcano?
0: They knew it was a volcano. Okay. But like I said, uh, what I'm about to say, now the volcano had creaked and grunted back in 1792. I'm sorry. What did it do? It was, <laughs> it was like,
1: hey guys, I got love in here.
0: It went, <clears throat> anyway, sorry guys. For that. So it creaked and grunted <laughs> back in 1792 and had showered the northern lobe of the island with fine ash once in 1851. But after a few more coughs and some minor mudslides, Pele felt quiet for half a century, and the islanders thought it was inactive, forgetting about it entirely. So it was more it's of just so, like a— oh, It's so—take it from me. It's so easy to forget about volcanoes. Yeah, I was about to say— You're uh, just like,
1: oh, it's not going to erupt, and then like t- 20 minutes later, it's like— what's that like uh, you want to go hike that mountain today
0: like, well that's what i'm saying like yeah the pacific northwest is like the hot spot oh we literally. love our
1: volcano yeah
0: so you, you i mean seattle has one like literally it's like the skyline of half the city right Is so mount
1: hood a volcano fuck mount hood i
0: think no 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 there, there's one in oregon and it's spacing in me rainier rainier oh, no, is that's, washington that's
1: seattle yeah um i don't know yeah, I, I've heard of no, Mount I'm, I'm I'm gonna be like banned from Oregon.
0: For anyway, not this this is Mount St. Helens. Okay, oh that's the one that blew up. Yeah, that was the big one that blew up in like yeah. the '60s, I believe. I think so. Yeah, you know, that was a big one. So, um, basically, we're not there though. So shut up. So we're in Martinique. So just three days before this disaster that was about to occur, <sighs> uh, on May fifth. Uh, events took a deadly turn when a massive lahar, which is a destructive mud flow on the slopes of a volcano. Thank you. You guys are going to learn about a lahar. Thank lot you. Of I had volcanoes. no idea what the fuck you're talking about. So it was a lahar. I actually, the reason I chose this story is because I took a natural disasters geology class in college and my professor told me about this story and I thought it was the coolest fucking thing. God, you're such a fucking idiot. No, I'm not. So, uh.
1: <laughs> so, you're talking about some spicy mud moving fast? So, yeah, it's a lahar. Destructive mud flow. Just called a spicy mud moving fast. Spicy mud. So, moving fast. Moving fast.
0: Say it. Say spicy mud moving fast. Thank you. So he, uh, he, the fucking lahar, <laughs> broke through the... <laughs> it's, uh, what are you giving them? you giving the volcano giving genders now? Names. Yeah. So don't assume my volcano's gender, please. <laughs> <laughs> Put so, it on a t-shirt. So uh, the lahar broke through the crater wall and came screaming down... The River Blanche at speeds topping 62 miles per hour. Holy shit. Pretty quick. Think about that. No,
1: I think about lava moving at 60 miles per hour. Like, you're not going to be able to, like, break its ankles. This
0: is You can't not, run. This isn't lava. This oh, is this a. Is
1: this is the spicy
0: hot mud? This is hot mud. Okay. <laughs> so it's coming up. But, like, that's the thing. Pyroclastic flow, which we will get into later, is the thing that usually gets you. People go, I can outrun lava. Lava's slow. It's like, that's not what kills you. Everyone... Isn't it just the heat coming off of it? No, it's 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 a combination of gases and mud and rocks and all coming down at superheated uh, levels and it's... So
1: they're almost like like uh comets like hitting the earth.
0: No, no, no. It's it's like a giant mudslide. I mean, if you really want to google it, it looks fucking insane it looks like a giant (laughs) cloud of like dark dirt and mud and it's coming at you at like over 100 miles per hour the
1: apocalypse is gonna be fucking lit yeah the big one is gonna be sick it's gonna be crazy
0: so um you think skrillex will play it he will definitely so uh it's topping 62 miles per hour and uh a devastating mixture of mud and hot water the slide destroyed a sugar processing plant on the coast killing almost two dozen people the debris then spilled into the ocean, producing a three-meter-high tsunami that overwhelmed Saint Pierre. So, it the the tsunami was, you know, it for the town, it was pretty detrimental. Where it was like, oh fuck, like, you know, it's not that high, but it was enough for them to notice and and be like, oh shit, like this volcano's doing some shit. And, I mean,
1: is is it fair to say this is the time where they didn't really
0: know what tsunamis were? Mm, I think they knew what tsunamis were. Like Tsunamis probably had happened in the past, maybe not to the small island of Martinique, but they definitely knew what uh, two dozen people dying was, so that was enough for them to be like, oh, shit. Sorry, what year is this? 1902. Oh, for some reason I thought this was way before. Sorry. No, no, no. So uh, Pele's eruption continued to intensify, and on the next day, May 6th, flames followed by a lava dome poked up above the volcano's rim the authorities however insisted there was nothing to fear the very same day members of a commission appointed by the island's governor whose leading expert was a high school science teacher Mm -hmm. not i mean i don't want to shit on science teachers but like you should probably get a geologist in there right i feel like it's so often i hear these stories where like a high school science teacher is just like that's every alien movie the big dick dog. He's like, coming through. It's like Jeff Goldblum being like, "Oh, he doesn't. He didn't amount Stranger to much. Stranger things. He didn't amount to much, but he's about to save the fucking earth. Exactly. So, so this it lo- keeps people teaching high school." Exactly, exactly. You gotta put up with those shitheads. So, um, a lava dome poked above the rim, and they got this commission together, whose leading member was a high school science teacher, and, uh, he told the local paper, or the entire commission told the local paper, that Mount Pele presented no danger, leading many people to actually travel into the city to seek refuge. So there were people on the outsides, and, uh, Saint Pierre was the biggest city on the island at the time. So, I mean, it looked pretty nice from, like, the drawings and stuff like that i think there are some pictures i've seen some pictures of is just, this
1: a fairly big island or
0: um it's not huge it's no. it's it's big enough but i don't know i i, I didn't get the exact measurements but yeah. it's it's substantial so um the very next day on may 8th the town of saint pierre carried on like any other normal day when in an instance their entire world would change <laughs> Mount Pele exploded, and a cloud of smoke covered the sky for 50 miles around. A cloud of superheated volcanic gas and dust spilled out of the volcano at speeds between 100 and 430 miles per hour. Fuck. See, that's what people don't understand, is that this shit is like, there's been uh, world-renowned geologists who have died because of of pyroclastic flows because usually they go and they fall down a valley. They find like the lowest point near the volcano. Mm-hmm. So some people be like, "Oh, this is like a fine valley. This is okay," and they'll they'll get in the wrong valley. It's and, gonna get filled up. Yeah, and it's if gonna I, fill up. It fucking kills them. There's like these this this couple back in the '80s who died that way where they just got overwhelmed by this thing and it just yeah murdered him like so fuck it's going triple digit speeds yeah well they don't know exactly how fast it was going but um that's faster than i can run yeah because it says is uh they say lahar's and pyroclastic flow can go between 62 and i think the highest recorded is 430 so they said it can go between there and they said that this pyroclastic flow wiped out the town within minutes so
1: yeah it's faster than i can run
0: yeah and it was five miles away so (laughs) i feel like you're not acknowledging the fact that
1: i'm I'm really into these volcano (laughs) i don't think i can run between (laughs) 60 and 400 miles per hour
0: i mean if you have a bird scooter i'd fucking be grinding on shit oh man i feel like i I feel like like i would see the pyroclastic flow coming down the mountain and then i'd be like i look at everybody and I take off my shirt and pull out my surfboard and be like, surf's up! And then I just start paddling, and then everyone's paddling with me, and yeah. then we're riding the pyroclastic flow down the mountain. That's the Fuck. only way it can work.
1: That's your only way. Aloha, bro. Johnny Tsunami. Yeah. I mean, what's your surfboard made out of? The uh, shit that fucking Wolverine's sil- bones are sil- made out silver of? Silver Surfer <laughs> Surfboard?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's that's like our second Silver Surfer uh, reference on here, too. Yo, shout out sur- Silver Surfer. Shout out to the Surfer. So... Uh, It's going 100 to 430 miles per hour, destroying everything in an 8-mile radius. Within a single minute, apparently, a pressure wave – it said uh, a minute to a couple minutes. I don't know what it was, but um, within minutes, a pressure wave of a 1,075-degree gas and volcanic material had flattened every building in the city of Saint-Pierre. Let me say that number again: one thousand and seventy-five degree gas and volcanic material cloud. My
1: oven doesn't get that hot. No, it doesn't. How fast do you think you cook a pizza? Like less than a
0: second? I don't know how fa- how hot do uh, those pizza ovens get? Like, I, like at like those uh, like Neapolitan pizzas because those are really hot. Those get like I think seven hundred, maybe. I could maybe. be completely wrong, but those like flash cook it so. Yeah, and, and pizza's stronger than me, so I mean... For sure. I've wh- fought in many pizzas, and I've lost every fight. That'll be another episode, The Great Pizza Battle of 1812. That's a really... Oh, my God. How have I not thought of that yet? I don't know. We That's need to cover that one. one. So much marinara. <laughs> so much marinara. So, have uh, you forgotten <laughs> about the mozzarella? <laughs> so, anyone caught in its path instantly caught fire and burned to death. Even those in shelters were suffocated as the wave of superheated gas burned up the oxygen and replaced it with deadly gases burning their lungs from the inside from just a single breath.
1: Well, shit. It's like, you, know, you ever seen those videos when, like, people put, like, objects near lava and they don't even have to touch it to, like, fucking
0: ignite exactly
1: golf flames that's, and shit that's yeah. the thing
0: i think people like
1: you don't I, have to touch the lava to burn they highly,
0: yeah it's like what they highly underestimate where they go um it's the same with like atomic bombs where they go well i could just like find a you know a, hide in a a fucking fridge refrigerator, refrigerator <laughs> like indiana jones yeah. <laughs> no but like people go oh well, like i can find shelter if there's like an atomic bomb coming off uh coming or like a pyroclastic flow but the thing they don't understand is that when an atomic bomb goes off and you're like exposed to the radiation within days like your skin starts sheathing off you and know? then you
1: grow scales yeah
0: and you become lizards and you have five arms and then you attack alex jones <laughs> so but basically um these people thought you know they could survive by going in some of these like you know other buildings that were a little bit farther but i mean even the gas got them you, you just don't stop running fire yeah i mean it's kind of futile at that point right like you said no so, birds on the island. How you how you going that quick? True. No surfboards. Probably no one has time to grab their surfboard. No. You're running. You're running. You're just dying tired. That's exactly. Just, you, you might as well just start tugging it. Just up. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say the same thing, but I was like, I was like, no, you just gotta find like the most attractive person nearby and be like, hey, you down? Like, yeah, you, you down? <laughs> you down? Hey, you down? We got uh, a minute. I think we could do it. Trust me. <laughs> I can do this. It's like a it's like Rudy but but booty. Oh that's a movie right there. Not, Think about that. Almost like Rudy but Booty. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so nearly all thirty thousand residents of the island were killed instantly, and the city burned for days afterward. Okay, now uh you guys might be forgetting though. There was one guy.
1: Hold on. Well, no, well, the whole tugging thing, you, you know about the, the masturbating man of
0: Pompeii, right? <sighs> I know that there's probably a, a guy found in Pompeii who is in the in the form that looks like he's grabbing his wiener.
1: Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure it's all fake. It's like a big joke, but there is like a photo of a guy that looks like he's just
0: just – just cranking it. Speaking of Pompeii, I did I did see another really funny thing. I mean, he he might have been cranking it though.
1: No, I heard that that, that like you... m- that mummified body is just n- nowhere near Pompeii. So I don't think has anything to do with it. But it's just a funny picture <laughs> okay. that someone did. Yeah, and it it's just a funny idea that that Pompeii was erupting, and one guy was like, "You know what? Fuck it, let's go." Uh, I mean, it's not a the worst idea. I want to think that there was someone in Pompeii that just started just going to town. And died, but there's no remains of it. It would be You know, someone had to. It would
0: be a real shock to my system, though. It was Jon Snow. (laughs) I was going to say, it would be a real shock to my system to feeling the best thing in the world compared to right after, instantly, the worst thing in the world, which would be... Ain't that life? Climax and death, (laughs) I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. So, so basically, um, you forgot about this one guy... Who was in a cell, though, who was not on the ta- in the town. He Uh-oh. was on the edge of town. Mr. Ludger. Ludger. Ludger.
1: This is kind of like the whole uh, Walking Dead kind of thing, where it's like the world's ending. Do you let the prisoners go to try to save themselves, or do you just leave them locked
0: up? Well, that's yeah, the thing. thing. There's nobody else to let them out. So yeah. Ludger sat in his cell as he heard the sound of something unworldly coming toward him, completely helpless, stuck in a tiny cell, with the farters on the outside, probably. I don't think there's anybody farting this all the time. They were
1: farting, and that steel door started to heat up, and they just got <laughs>
0: burn, fucking car rides to it. cheeks. Rosy <laughs> cheeks. So he's stuck in the tiny cell, and Ludger said that the first thing he noticed was the slit in the door where the light would come through went dark suddenly. Then all of a sudden, the room flash-heated to over a thousand degrees as ash began to pour through the slit in the door uh imagine a room flash heating to a thousand degrees it doesn't seem livable right so my question is like at what
1: what degree temperature does like the human body just like ignite
0: i don't know um you want to find out i got an oven yeah let's figure it out no so basically basically i don't know you know this guy didn't come out I'll get into it in a second, but um, Ludger had to act fast before he passed out, so he took off all of his clothes and urinated on them. Yeah. He pee-peed all over his clothes. I do too. Next, he shoved them into the slit of the door to try to block the ash and the heat from coming in, But but it did neither, as he became horribly burned all over his body from the nearly unsurvivable temperatures. So, I mean, there are pictures of him. He's... He, his face, He's a toasty boy. His face is fine, but, like, his back is covered in, like, scar tissue. He got, like, yeah. probably pretty bad second or third-degree burns. I can only I imagine that
1: happening, but... turning your back to the heat and just, like, you know, fetus position, just trying to, like, protect your face and, like, your frontal.
0: Honestly, I don't know how, like, he even survived. Like, people get third-degree burns or, you know, whatever, and they die from infection. And I don't know how in 1902 he didn't, but, I mean, he sounds like a pretty tough son of a bitch so i
1: mean he got in, he gotten in bar brawls He's yeah tough
0: he was a good drinker He was a i feel like a lot of people who are just like like old they'll tell you like what's the secret and be like, i drink every day and you're like oh you shouldn't tell people that yeah like, <laughs> like but maybe that had something to do with it maybe he he like poisoned his body every day so it could like survive uh unrealistic livable situation
1: see i would think just like pushing alcoholic fumes out of your pores would just ignite you
0: faster (laughs) that's true i mean no it wasn't it wasn't a hundred proof so okay um i don't know what actually rum probably then was probably way stronger so like fucking ethanol he might have been blind (laughs) So, (laughs) so four days later rescuers surveyed the town to witness the damage that was done but all of a sudden they heard a soft cry from the small all stone jail cell And they pulled Luger from the cell, horribly burned, dehydrated, and hungry, but still alive. But was he hangry? He was. You'd hope this motherfucker was hangry. I'll tell you something. He probably didn't throw a punch at these guys. He's probably just like, (laughs) oh, thank you so
1: much. You got some bread. Was it hot in there or was it just me?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, man, these clothes smell like piss. I could eat myself. I'm so cooked. Did you think he put the clothes back on? I would slapped. I would slapped them back on. That's interesting to try to pee on your clothes. And that I can't like pee when sometimes when there's somebody standing too close to me at the urinal. You know,
1: life or death. You couldn't. You couldn't piss on your clothes, thinking it was gonna save your life. No, I probably could. If you're alone in a room,
0: let's just say this. He probably was shitting, and it was like he's probably shitting his pants. He was like, well, you know, might as might well try as, to. Might as well. Yeah, exactly. So, um. Ludger was uh, thought to be the only survivor for a while until they realized two more people had lived to the disaster as well. A man named uh, Leon Compereri Landre. Nice. That sounds crushed he, it. That was like a Spanish pronunciation, crushed but it. I think he's French. He crushed it. So he was living did on, it. he was living on the edge of the city, and he escaped with severe burns uh, all over his body as well. And also a young girl, Javivra. Da Ifrili, uh, who reportedly escaped with injuries during the eruption by taking a small boat mm-hmm. to a cave down uh, down the shore, and was later found adrift two miles from the island, unconscious.
1: Okay, so so uh, well, so as far as I know, when a small island erupts with a volcano, the water surrounding it is like boiling hot.
0: Oh yeah, probably.
1: Yeah, so you have to at least get some distance from the island if you're like in it.
0: Yeah, the good thing she had the the boat because mm-hmm. if she probably jumped in it probably would have you know fucked her up a little bit more. That but. boiled
1: wood only made it stronger.
0: Exactly. So but she she went down to a little cave. And apparently, they said, How do you know about this cave? And she said, I play pirates there <laughs> with my friends. And I was just thinking about. Playing uh, pirates saves your life. Sometimes caves aren't full of fun pirates, sometimes they're full of cannibals, like we talked about it's oh, true. good old Sonny Bean.
1: Or people getting stuck.
0: So, or. T- we talk a lot about caves in this uh, podcast. Was that,
1: what episode was the, the guy getting stuck in the cave? That was, n- was... that
0: episode one? No more caves, no more addicts. That was episode three, I believe. That was early. That's a good one. If you guys like uh, being fucking really scared, listen to that one. Cause if you, you don't like guy... being stuck in caves, listen yeah, to that. That one's terrifying. So, horribly scarred and having survived such a terrible disaster, uh, Ludger became a world celebrity. He uh, his crimes were pardoned. Like he even fucking did anything that bad. He got no fight. Like yeah, no like, one's there.
1: Was, there's a bullshit reason he was there. In the first <laughs> no place. one's there
0: to even carry it out. Like no yeah. one could even. T- he they'd be like, why were you in that jail? And he's like, I committed a crime. And they're like, oh well, we don't have anybody to tell us what you actually did. So what do you do? He's like, okay, loitered. Realistically, it's like he could just be like, yeah, I got drunk. I got in a fight. And they're like, oh that's the thing not a big deal they said that he mur- he a lot of people believe that he murdered somebody but then he was like no i just got in like a fight and i was like oh that's what you would say if no one's there to- it's
1: possible that he could have killed someone in he could fight, have killed yeah.
0: somebody he, he didn't look like the nicest guy you know so i've heard
1: of you know multiple people getting in like bar fights and like punching someone and they fall backwards and like hit their head on a table yeah. like and people
0: like die from that shit and oh, so like for sure yeah for sure so i mean he could have definitely done that he looked like a big strong dude too so i mean he could have probably knocked your life out of your brain that's what people say right i think that's a saying Knock your life out of your brain I've hey it you keep it up i'm gonna fucking knock your life out of your brain can't, asshole can't wait to use that one it's my turn at the at the condom machine in the bathroom the
1: ping pong game <laughs> you
0: remember that you remember really? that we didn't have that experience. I was say, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? But do you remember like the old machines and like the oh the, yeah? They have like cologne and condoms and no, stuff no, the like best that? were the like the
1: weird little sex toys that came with yeah. it. Yeah, they what? weren't even. Con- you never saw those ones that would
0: be like a weird what little. Bars do you go to?
1: I'm just saying, like I've stopped at Good truck stops. Guy? <laughs> oh, okay. I see where you go with this. Yeah, i am driven cross country. What are you going to do That it? <laughs> Drug stops. That's where all the shit little goes down. Little ticklers and shit like that. <laughs> There's like, is anybody actually buying this shit? Is anything going to come Somebody out of the machine? Bought Somebody bought it. Oh, no. It's, it's basically kids that have coins that think it's funny, and then it's like. Now they have a... It's one of those little monster things you put on your finger that have, like, the arms, and they're glowing in the dark.
0: I've seen the ones that are, like, uh, boner pills and, like, uh, cologne and condoms. It and
1: still it blows my mind when you go into a gas station, and they have those, like, weird, like, the rhino pills or whatever they're called. Oh, my like, God. I would never put that in my body. Do people
0: use those? What happens? I'm so scared of ingesting those. So... But they
1: sell them <laughs> nationally. So, like, can it be that bad? They're still in business. I was thinking about that the other day. It's like, they're selling these at every gas station I go to, like, they... Like I'm not interested in buying it, but it seems so sketchy. Like
0: they'll be like, does called it mag not... Magnum Force? And there's like, yeah. but do you see the ones that are like health and wellness pills? And there's like twenty different colored pills in a little bag, and you're like, that can't be good for you. Right? I
1: only vape my vitamin, vitamins.
0: You vape vitamins. I vape my vitamins. That's something new that they should in- create. No, it's a thing. Oh fuck! I don't want to get into this. So like I said, he's horribly scarred and he he survived this terrible disaster and now he became a world celebrity where his crimes were pardoned and he was now hired to tour with Barnum and Bailey Circus where he was advertised as being quote unquote a living relic and quote unquote the man who lived through doomsday. So I mean, he turned. This, That'd be a sick thing to be known as. I mean, because I feel like the the only reason they actually put him in there is because he had these like burns all over his body, and he had like he had the like the visual. Yeah, because yeah. if if I walked in there, I was like, I survived Doomsday, and they're like, what happened? And then you told him the story, I'd be like, Well, how do I even know it's real? But like, if you're burned all over your body, then you look, you know, you they're look. They're like, the we part. know
1: you're pathetic looking, but how did you do it? <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> Um, I
0: pushed a lot of people over and I ran. I started at, at six five. Well there's a there was a there was a boat full of <laughs> there's a boat full of children and women and I, I threw them over and I took the boat and I rode out to sea and uh they're all dead but hey look at me. I'm here. What do you mean I was six five? Oh, I I lost half my fucking body. <laughs> fucking prick. I'm five eight, okay? I don't need this shit. Continue. So today <laughs> the cell which saved Ludger's Ludger's life can be visited in Saint Pierre. The town never recovered though from the devastation. Even today, over a hundred years later, the town's population is only about six thousand. Okay. So it went from like thirty thousand to forty thousand people. I thought you're gonna stop six, at six. No. <laughs> six people or six there. people. But um to to end this off The Mount Pele volcano is still described as the worst volcanic disaster of the 20th century, and although this natural disaster took place many years ago, with the volcano sitting quietly ever since, the 6,000 residents of the current St. Pierre must remember that Pele is still one of the most active volcanoes in the West Indies, and recently scientists have said that more than likely it will erupt again, taking whatever stands in its path. I mean, shit. Sure, that's like the big one, right? Everybody's yeah. always talking about the big one. I don't think that's the big one for them. I mean, what do you mean the big one? As what? It's all like territorial, though. So it's like a big I'm talking one. about the
1: big one for us. Like that's gonna fuck up. The no, United States. this
0: no this a regular one for them. For yeah. them would be devastating. It would be the big one for them. They're right. Yeah, exactly. They're right in the yeah. valley. Like that's not. It's probably just like the worst place to build a town. But the thing is, they didn't know. How often it would erupt? If it yeah. will erupt again? But they say that it it has the option to. So
1: volcanoes I are some slippery motherfuckers.
0: It sucks because usually where the volcanoes are, um, it's you know where the islands are, especially like these hot spots and stuff Pretty like central. that. Central because yeah, the islands need to form because of these hot spots. So there's always a volcano usually in the center. So these islands are beautiful, but they're also death traps kind of in the worst spot but only if the volcano goes off if not it's yeah. like in the best spot so it's really like you're you're really rolling dice every single time oh yeah so it's crazy i just live on the far side of the island really far away from the volcano so with a big but. old steel boat do you want a steel boat though no that gets hot you don't yeah. want a steel boat you want a blimp you got a blimp i don't blimp. You got a blimp money though you got a blimp no. Do you know the official? Oh, I'm gonna fucking get this wrong. <laughs> Wait. No. Keep talking. Google it. All right. Yeah. So,
1: um, how's everybody doing today? Huh? I'm just trying to kill time because I don't want to get in my story before he gets this whole blimp. Situation.
0: So, um, oh my god. Now he didn't pay the internet. No. But, <laughs> um, I think it's long beach i believe i can't think of off the top of my head because this fucking internet's not loading right when i need it to but i think the official bird of long beach or uh, a town really close to long beach their official bird is the goodyear blimp that's funny isn't that crazy yeah yeah so like that blimp that you could see if you drive down like the five or the, i don't yeah. know where it is but um, you can see a giant goodyear blimp and that is their official bird apparently
1: yeah i remember uh the, i think it was the clothing brand the hundreds oh yeah, yeah they had a t-shirt that was like uh state birds and it had all the state birds and on california it had a police copter it was pretty funny
0: oh okay that was, that was a funny shirt It's very true yeah i mean not necessarily california you say la true you don't i, I feel like yeah, i didn't get a lot of those in like yeah where I'm i mean from. it's an la based company so it's like you know that makes sense yeah so all right you know okay. i'm done uh ludger okay. is dead and well oh. and he made a lot of money you <laughs> well, know? do you know what year he died no, but he was 27 in 1902. Okay. So, so it doesn't really fucking matter, does it? Nope. Not
1: really. Cool. All right. So uh, you guys have spoken, and we hear you loud and clear. You guys want more alien abduction stories.
0: Oh, yeah. They, people have been... People love alien abduction yeah. stories.
1: Well, the sad truth is that in all of my efforts of trying to find good alien abduction it's stories, hard. they
0: don't fucking exist. Because a lot of them are just, like, crazy. Like, I like to try to find some stuff rooted in fact or, like, where you go, hmm, maybe. But a lot of guys are just, like, they're a meth head, and all the meth heads get abducted. So I'm trying to get some good, like, validated
1: ones. Yeah. So for the most part, um, alien abduction stories can be summed up in, like, a paragraph, which would only take me, like, three minutes to tell. Mm -hmm. And uh, then you'd be stuck with a short-ass episode, and nobody wants that, and everybody would be mad at me. (laughs) So, um, I promise I will continue my search to find a story worthy of telling you guys with alien abductions. But in the meantime... I was about to say, you're like, I just don't have a story. Yeah, no, I'm done. (laughs) Um, So, in the meantime, I, uh, I found a very interesting article in my research that can be considered closely related. Okay. And the article is titled, Five Traits You Could Get Abducted by Aliens.
0: Oh, so you're saying these are five traits that people have that are that are that highly abductable? That
1: have been abducted. Oh. Okay. So, I can put all the tables out on the card for you guys.
0: And You can put uh, all the tables out on the cards? Oh, fuck me, huh? <laughs> Is dyslexia one of them? <laughs> I seriously
1: think I have a like a minor thing of that. Um, especially when it comes to numbers. I can't fucking read numbers. Um, so I'll it. try that again, so I can put all the, all the cards on the table for you right here, <laughs> and uh, that means you can either, you know, choose to do all you all you can in your power to refrain from committing these traits, or give you all of the power to meet these little space gremlins.
0: Okay, so, so yeah, you could you could start buying a lot of tinfoil, block and block, cover your house, block everything, make a nice hat and a suit. Yeah, you can joke about that, but these are, like, or,
1: official. These are, like, real.
0: Or I was going to say, or you could stand on top of the tallest building in your town and with a sign saying welcome no. and uh, try to get abducted. So no. th- there's two options. So Professor Rich McAlley
1: and his – and hear me when I say this. Okay. And his Harvard University – Colleagues. Oh whoa.
0: Okay, yeah. you're you're giving
1: a little bit. This is of, coming uh, from motherfucking Harvard. Oh. and they didn't spend one. They didn't spend two. They didn't spend spent three They spent ten years researching the mind of alien abductees through
0: psychology. That's too much time. Is it? To spend on that. Is there
1: such a thing as too much time, Tobin?
0: I guess not. You guess. So tell me what they found in these rotten little brains. Jesus. Okay. So in
1: this decade of research, McNally narrowed down five common traits that each one of these people shared. So number one is (laughs) regularly experiencing sleep paralysis and hallucinations when
0: awakening. Oh, I've heard of that. Sleep paralysis sounds fucking Terrifying. Yes, it does. I've never had it, but I sometimes see stuff. But I've never. I've always been able to fight it <laughs> with a big fighter with a baseball bat. Big fighter. I have so... many holes in my walls. <laughs> they always disappears in the walls before I get a nice
1: knock on them. So for me, this sounds more like a scapegoat kind of from when you think of like an alien abduction is, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it sounds more like blaming sleep paralysis for seeing aliens mm-hmm. and thinking you're being abducted. I, for one, am terrified of the idea of sleep paralysis. My mom has told me a story of her having an experience where she says it was either a fever dream or sleep par- par-
0: paralysis. Par- paralysis.
1: And um, when she was pregnant with me, you did it. Um, she told me that once she saw a tiny man in a top hat crawl- running around her room, crawling into her bed, and trying to steal me from, from her while I was still in her womb
0: warwick davis as the as the leprechaun yeah maybe that's what and i'm picturing
1: that well i've always kind of like pictured a leprechaun because she told me this when i was really young because you know, when you're young a small man in a top hat equals leprechaun but now i think of more of like a black tuxedo top
0: hat oh okay you're thinking of more of like red room from uh twin peaks yeah that guy's yeah. scary but that, that shit has always creeped me out.
1: And she said that, like, she remembers, just like, yelling at me, like, you can't take my baby, and him just, like, <gasps> trying
0: to get under Holy the sheets fuck? and, like, on top Yo, of stuff. No, we, we, we missed it. We missed both of them. You know who the, the most famous little man who loves to steal babies is? Who? David Bowie in Labyrinth? No, oh. he's not little enough. Rumple fucking stillskin. And yeah, did he wear a top hat? I always I saw him know. in one of those, like, weird, like, not
1: really a beanie, but like a like sodium a train beanie. conductor,
0: like a, yeah, like a newspaper salesman.
1: I'm thinking more like a Keebler Elf. But he wanted babies. He was short. Yeah. I don't know. So, Tobin, I know you have your experience with these kind of types of things. Yeah, I do. Having terrible dreams and yeah. freaking out. hmm So what do you think? Do you think that, you know, maybe sleep paralysis could have something to do with...
0: I mean, there's always, a, there's always a really good option where people always go, oh, sleep paralysis. People have sleep paralysis. That's why they think they see aliens. But no one ever thinks maybe sleep paralysis is, like you said, because of aliens. Like maybe sleep paralysis is a, a medical term they use for being visited by aliens.
1: So for me, the way I see it is that not, not necessarily that aliens are causing it. But the obvious the obvious answer to me is that aliens look
0: for that trait for people that have these issues. Like there's a connection there. Like maybe they're maybe they're seeing some form of like different dimension or well, you know what I mean? Something it's like a that.
1: simple case for me of covering your tracks. If someone has a history of sleep paralysis, oh. abduct their ass because they could be like, oh, like this happened. They're like, oh, that's just your sleep paralysis. Like right? go
0: after crazy people, you're saying. Not crazy people, but people no. with these – but like that would make also make sense. That would be a good way to cover your tracks.
1: Yeah. Well, people that have excuses for why this could maybe be like not a legitimate thing, like a good scapegoat being like aliens did to abduct you, abduct you. That's just your sleep paralysis. Okay. I'm hearing you out. Yeah. So trait number two – is tendency to recall false memories. Okay, McNally and the team found so that you're a liar. <laughs> well, there's a difference between Brian recall. Wilson. There's a difference between recalling false memories and being a liar. Mm. McNally and the team found that for the most part, individuals who claim to have been abducted by aliens are prone to something called false um, memory um, syndrome. Oh, it sounds like you had a hard time finding that one. It was misspelled. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you do have dyslexia, dude. So false memory syndrome, which is basically saying that, um, like, you could be lying, but you genuinely think... And you do not know that you are lying. It's like, um, like the, you don't, you know, like in your mind, you're telling the no, truth. Yeah,
0: people make that, people make that. It's like the whole fish getting bigger every single time you tell the story type thing, where by the end of it, you're, you're actually, your mind is tricking yourself into being like, did yeah. that really happen? Like, you know, it's the same thing with the whole controversy with, it was a Brian Wilson who was, not Brian Wilson, uh, the anchor who said he was in the helicopter with, um, when he got shot down, yeah. and it ruined his career. Brian Wilson, right? Okay. No, I don't know. His daughter's on Girls. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Fuck, what's his name? Brian something. But um, doesn't matter. He he genuinely like. There's an argument. People are like, "Oh, you're such a liar. You just want to be uh, in the army and you want to get recognized yeah. for stuff you didn't do." And he's like, "I honestly like f- didn't know. Like, I thought that happened because over years of telling it over and over again, you probably embellish yeah. a little bit every oh, time. Oh, for and, sure. Yeah, it's
1: weird. So again, easy one for the aliens." Y'all seen uh, Men in Black? Yeah. Neuralizer. <laughs> this uh, this trait is directly given to us by the little gray shits. Not really, but it's a possibility.
0: Little gray shits. It's possible.
1: Um, so on number three, McNally credits high levels of absorption.
0: What the fuck does that mean?
1: What the hell is absorption? Yes. Well, it's a mental characteristic that is related to fantasy prognosis prognosis no there's no g in there so it's basically like having a very vivid imagination oh so yeah it's just a fancy way of saying you have a big imagination which is not very surprising trait to have considering the wide imagination that like could lead to
0: some like very interesting thoughts okay it sounds like they're trying to be like these are all people who uh who are abducted? Make shit because up. It, yeah, they're basically being like, "You got a big imagination. You see things when you sleep." It's kind of yep. like they're kind of almost uh, defaming people who are yeah. like abducted by aliens. But but I mean, like, then they package it as like these are just common traits. I'm like, you're kind of shitting on them.
1: But like, why wouldn't aliens abduct people with big imagination? It's true. They would certainly be a lot more fun to talk to. They would probably be the first to, like, relax, making the test much easier for the aliens. Okay. Think of it this way. If you met an alien, would you rather meet a boring stick in the mud or an alien who had ideas of, like, you know, going to snatching humans <laughs> up and be like, what's up, dude? Like... Let's chat it up. Like, would you rather be talking to...
0: Yeah, I want to talk to an interesting alien. I think. Exactly.
1: Like, why the <laughs> fuck would you talk to some boring-ass person if you could, like, find someone who's got, like, a, a big imagination, someone who's excited to do stuff like Oh, you're like saying that. if
0: you're an alien, you want to find, like, um... You want to find Michael Scott.
1: And if you're... You're not trying to find, uh... I don't think aliens want to find Michael Scott. No, what I'm... What the comparison <laughs> I'm making is you don't want to find Toby, you want to find Michael Scott. Yeah, it's very true.
0: No, no, no Toby's
1: allowed on the spacecraft. Exactly. So the fourth trait is new age belief. I have no idea what that is either. And this means simply that you are open to believing new things, such as the idea of aliens forcefully removing you from Earth to conduct science experiments on your body. Oh, Which is, you know, this one makes a lot of sense to me because I could see someone who... uh,
0: So you're basically saying if somebody who's willing to get experimented on?
1: No. So not so much that, but it's more of someone who like is open to the idea of that happening. Someone who is more like mentally being like, holy shit, this is a thing more than so. Like the idea I came up with is someone who I, I'm making this up, this up right now on the spot. <laughs> old age beliefs, because I said new age beliefs. So old age beliefs, like being like, I don't know if that's a term, but being like, you know, like a devout Christian. Oh okay. And just being like there's no such thing as aliens this is never going to happen and picking them up compared to someone who's like open minded to like crazy shit like this happening
0: be like whoa this is happening. Oh I see what you mean. So they're they're open to the idea that aliens exist and that they they interact with us and they're not just like god created us and then dinosaur bones are put there to yeah. try to test our faith and you're like i, I don't know but like right.
1: so, so you pick up like an old man who's devoted his entire life to Christianity and i'm not singling out one oh you talking about religion. Like,
0: you talking about my grandpa dude maybe
1: and i'm not talking shit on religion or no, anything I like that cuz as far as i know on religion like he's aliens dead, would fucking <laughs> destroy all religion
0: yeah or just, no, the people would just form a new religion around them. They would be the new gods.
1: But, okay, so, but I'm just saying. I
0: get what you mean. I, I yeah.
1: You'd I rather, it. they would rather pick up someone who's more open-minded than someone it. who's, like, God is real, heaven is real, there's no aliens kind of thing. Yeah. And, um which makes sense to me, because it's, like, think, like, okay. The thing I was thinking about is if a super religious older person was abducted, do you think they wake up the next morning and just be like, like, oh, that was a weird dream and never talk about it again because they can't
0: even... No, they would say it was angels. Possibly. I don't know.
1: But, again, it's as simple it's as, simply as something as like aliens are looking for someone that are easy to work around. Mm-hmm. They're not going to abduct someone that's going to be a pain in their ass. They're going to abduct someone that is open to the idea of it happening. Yeah, I get it. You know, someone that will accept their existence. So, last but not least... McNally's fifth golden trait for being abducted is a familiarity to the culture narrative of alien abductions.
0: So they're basically saying people who fucking look into alien abductions that they're more likely to get abducted? What, are they looking at their browser history now?
1: Well, I think it's more they they interviewed people and it's like there was never anybody who was (laughs) – who was straight up just like, oh, you know, I just – I don't know what happened. These little guys came and I went up
0: the – like – But that's a self-fulfilling prophecy, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Because if I go – if I go – oh, it's like – it's almost like a hypochondriac where if I look up, um, you know, tumors in my brain and all of a sudden I have a, I have a headache, I'm going to immediately go, I have a brain tumor. Yeah. Which I sometimes say because I'm a fucking hypochondriac. And, yeah. But like – You know, I don't know. It's kind of a weird. It's a weird situation where a lot of these things I feel like lead into um, somebody believing that they got abducted by aliens. Where like you have these ailments or you have these proclivities or hobbies that that make you more inclined to be like, I want to be abducted or um, I saw something, so I'm gonna relate it to. This thing that I know a lot about. Yeah. That's why people who are really heavy into religion, they go, I witnessed a miracle. I yeah. witnessed angels. And you're yeah. like, well, you just saw maybe a comet in the sky. And you're like, angels. And you're like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So it is. it is an interesting conversation, though, because yep. it could also be the main reason why aliens come after these people because of their familiarity with them so they wouldn't be scared they would be more cooperative they'll be more open-minded and i don't know maybe it's it's hard to say yay or nay because i like to keep it open mind and i don't know about aliens i don't know if they've
1: ever visited so what i wrote here is like the aliens would be saying we don't want to snatch up some rando um we want someone who knows what's gonna happen they probably think that finding someone who has an idea is much less stressful than trying to find someone who has no idea what the fuck is going on, where the prod is going, what needle's going where, you <laughs> they, know, they basically don't where want... the
0: bathroom is. They don't <laughs> want to explain that shit to some,
1: you know, some
0: person. They they basically don't want somebody just screaming the entire time while they're yeah. trying to like cooperate, uh, you know.
1: You want someone that knows what the fuck is going on. He's it's like going to go so much left. smoother.
0: Third door on the left? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm yeah. going to take a shit real quick. Yeah. But... But yeah, I mean, uh, you do want – but then you want them to like – do you want them to be like – do you think aliens want to get people who are going to talk about it? Or do you think they're going to try to get people on the hush-hush? Like, hey, man, don't don't bring us up. Or do you think they want people to – that's that's my thing I always come back to is like they want people to talk about them because the more people actually talk about them, the less people believe in them.
1: Well, you don't flash people knowing that they're not going to talk about it.
0: Well, <laughs> Well, I was going to say that – I feel like a lot of these these things if if alien talk went dead, you know, no one talked about aliens, people would get suspicious and be like, What do you you know, what are you hiding mm-hmm. behind Area fifty one? Yeah. And a lot of people go, Oh, it's a nuclear facility where they're testing missiles and new technology and stuff. Yep. But they're so quiet about it that people go, Oh, aliens, for sure. Yeah. But if but if Area fifty one was like Hey, uh there might be aliens then they're kind of putting themselves out there and people go oh there might be aliens but like maybe not but like mm-hmm. the secrecy is what drives people to find out. Yeah. So maybe aliens are like fucking talk us up. People aren't going to believe you or maybe yeah. they want to be, be uh believed in. Yeah. Why do they want to be in that's that's a that's the other funny thing. I'm sorry, I'm going off on like a no big no no. Rant, do it, do it. But that's that's half
1: the reason I picked this topic because I thought it would be more of a conversational. Yeah,
0: I think it's hilarious that people always go, oh, uh, aliens came down and they immediately went to our government and they started talking to them and they want to like, uh, you know, they have to follow our government's rules. I'm Like, they're space beings who have probably way better uh, transportation, weapons, you know, technology yeah. in general. Like, why the fuck do you think they're gonna be like? One. Why the fuck do you think they're going to come and be like, "Oh, we're only going to talk, cooperate with like America or the American government"? You don't go
1: jumping down the sewer and asking to talk to the rat queen.
0: Yeah, that is a very (laughs) weird (laughs) comparison, but Yeah, 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 you get it right. Yeah, analogy, whatever you want to call it. But, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's also other countries who are like, oh, yeah, they think, you know, Russia knows about them and stuff. But the thing that always just makes me laugh is when people immediately go, oh, like, the United States government knows about them. And I'm like, I I don't know, man. Like, I want to think that they they have traveled here. But, like, at the same time, do you think that they would be that good at hiding, like, who they are? Do you don't think that they – would just be like, oh, fuck, we accidentally forgot to turn on our cloak, and now some guy just saw our ship, like, but no one ever has any good pictures. No. Well, maybe they have a a thing going, and you take a photo of them, and your phone explodes and you die. It's true. But we also come up with a lot of excuses for them where they go, maybe they have this. And you're mm-hmm. like, maybe they don't. I don't yeah. know. Maybe they haven't reached us yet. Yeah. But I do definitely believe that there is something out there, whether it be in this galaxy or another, that exists and is thriving. But they just, just can't ex- reach us.
1: I'm just excited for the day that it turns out that we are the aliens and we go and we find some planet of, like, Neanderthals. And it's like, well, fuck. We're the smart ones. This sucks.
0: Yeah. And, and <laughs> I was going to – yeah, I know, right? <laughs> But that's the thing, though. Would you – if you found uh, a different uh, planet that was, like, pretty similar to ours and you had a spaceship and you're like, should we go land there? Would you land there? Yeah. I would be so fucking frightened that I was going to be immediately imprisoned and questioned and prodded. Oh, and... you
1: mean people are already there? I thought you meant just, like, build no, a new there, world. No, there
0: are people there who are very similar to us and we land there. Like, what do you think's going to happen to you? Like, I don't think aliens want to would want to land here. Like – Especially if they know that, like, how, I don't know, maybe they're a little bit more naive because they don't think the same way we do. But we're, like, super paranoid, and we would want to use them for our own good. So, I don't know. Fuck.
1: Yeah, I know. I'd be really salty if we spent a real long time traveling to another galaxy, and we land there, and they're just like, we have a black Justin Bieber. And you're like,
0: that's the way it should be. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Because everything's, like, the same, but just, like, a little
0: bit different. (laughs) Well, Fuck. (laughs) The U-Phone it's close. You got the U-Phone X. Oh, I like that. It has a nice ring to it. Yeah. So uh,
1: this is the Harvard man's list of uh, what traits them spacemen are looking for for us earthlings. That's what we just went through. Yeah. No, this is my – Oh, okay. is my, my <laughs> fa- I didn't, You didn't control. let me do my, my last little bit. I thought you got neuralized. So uh, getting on board with one of these parties on the saucers is your goal. Start thinking about these traits and start honing them in and, you know, take those
0: five traits and really start. It's like the secret, like, like visualize sleep paralysis so you can have it.
1: Yeah. Make yourself vulnerable for them to come get you. Very
0: anxious all the time. Yeah. Scared. And, uh, yeah,
1: just might get snatched up.
0: Maybe you'll be one of the lucky ones. Yeah. So, wow. Wow. That was a pretty, pretty intense and, uh,
1: educational, right? For sure. Yeah.
0: Well, I think that sums up our episode for today. Um, we talked about gorillas. We talked about, what What was your news story? I'm sorry, what? What was your news story? Uh, getting high off garbage cans. Yeah, we got uh, high off garbage cans in England. Uh, we talked about <laughs> volcanoes, and we talked about some traits that you can have in order to be the next big thing at the next uh saucer party yeah saucer party so uh thank you guys for tuning in we always appreciate it we uh, love when you guys listen and we love telling you the stories uh all the hyperlinks campstrange.com who gives a shit do it all fucking answer, <laughs> fuck it all i don't care <laughs> you get merch fuck it i don't care uh um, drink bogle yeah drink bogle <laughs> Bogle wine sponsor bogle wines. we need a sponsor so bad and he please for for we don't for, want the money we just want fucking We just want the free wine. Yeah, we want like, give us a Give oh, us that, that, the bad money. batch. <laughs> give us the rotten shit you got that makes you blind. <laughs> so, um thank you guys so much for tuning in. We got Oh, you guys leave us a, a review or a fucking rate or subscribe or whatever. I don't, sick. It's cool if you do it, but no one ever does it. So, fuck you guys. Oh, we've got a lot of reviews. Don't so <laughs> get all pissy about Only it. Only when
1: we give away shirts. Stop being a little bitch. <laughs> We appreciate all your reviews, all your rates. It it means a lot to us because it helps us grow. And it makes people, you know, when they're first looking into our podcast, when they see that we have those reviews, it makes us look way more legitimate. And it means a lot to us. We really appreciate when you
0: guys do that. Yeah. So thank you guys for tuning in. We always really appreciate it. And we love when uh, you guys send us some spooky stories of your own. So if you do have any, send it over to campstrangepodcast at gmail.com or just go to our website and click the contact button. Send it over and uh yeah we got another one coming out next friday so stay tuned and stay creepy and don't forget to stay strange